You gonna gonna put on a Barney costume, are you, Chris? <laughs> I love you. You love me. We're a happy fucked up family. <laughs> uh, we are. I don't know, uh, anybody, I mean, Barney's ancient. Do kids that even know who he is? Right? No, nah, probably not. No. Yeah. Uh, I guess not. Yeah, I don't know. I I never even. Well, I was a VeggieTales kid. I was a very Christian VeggieTales kid. So I didn't, I wasn't allowed to watch Barney. Would that come on PBS or some shit? Oh, I don't know. Barney don't fucking know. sucked. You're Fuck Barney. Barney. Absolutely, Barney <laughs> sucked. Yes, thank you. <laughs> Big time. Uh, yeah. I'm trying to get. Uh, I'm trying to get this shot color working. I don't know. Well, hang on. Barney's Wait. for parents who are just like Sesame Street's too edgy. We gotta. Yeah. Down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Tone it down. <laughs> All right, let's do a show. Let's do it. Yeah, man. Well, thanks for having us over. <laughs> This is my life. No, no, I don't have to leave. You want to keep going? We'll keep going. I think that's probably think- about enough. Abs in a six-pack. Abs in a six-pack. Abs in a six-pack is not the greatest podcast in the world. I know Abs in a six-pack is a bad show, but what else do you have going on? I've watched it ten times. Episode 212, September 28th, 2023. I'm here live with Carl Hamburger and Larry Blightner, and this is a new live son of a bitch. <laughs> this is a new live son of a bitch. Plums are plums. peaches, and peaches are plums peaches. Plums are peaches, and peaches are plums peaches, plums and peaches are both types, types of peaches. Welcome to Answer the Six Pack. How are you doing, Carl? How's it going, Larry? Good to have you both back here together. Fantastic. uh, (laughs) I've had a long-ass day, but I was able to prepare some things. I know there's a couple items on the docket to get to. Larry, I know you sent me a little bonus clip. I think it's going to be fun. We're going to have a good time. I'm still trying to figure out if the stream's working, my shot color's working. And uh, I think, yeah, it was when, Carl, you... You were on with Larry last time, and I got emails about it. People going, that was a joke, right? And no, it was serious. I did get Gix, the legendary software developer, to write a Python script and hook up a dog collar for me. So theoretically, if this is working, when I say like, I will get shocked. Uh, but uh, I, it has it's every every podcaster should do this, by the way. This is a very <laughs> good idea. You're very right about that. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. It, it's running through a, a transcript. So. Mm-hmm. I see it. Well, see, I said it just a second ago in the context of saying it, and it didn't shock me. So, I if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. People can go back and listen to the last ten episodes of me just getting volt. 
a, g- a good amount of juice to the neck. It's, uh, <laughs> but uh, I. So, how quickly do you learn when you start getting shocked? Do you stop saying like immediately, or does it take a while? I, I don't think it's. It, 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 it hasn't worked as well as I would hope. <laughs> say okay. That. Because I'll tell you what did it for me. The, the way that I was able to fix a lot of my crutch words, I'm not perfect, but I used to, and recently I, I don't anymore, thank God, listen to every single podcast I did and go in and edit it myself. And when you listen back to yourself, it's so cringe. You want to murder yourself and you stop doing those things that piss you <laughs> off. I edit my shows if there's a significant issue that I need to fix out or if I say something incriminating about myself, I'll definitely go back and edit that. But the, I, I just don't have the free time to go back and edit shows like I did when the COVID. Nobody does. <laughs> what was I thinking? Why was I what? doing that? I'm hiring what? it out now. It's crazy. What yeah. about getting a leather-clad dominatrix <laughs> to operate that shot collar? That might be more effective. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Well, then it's you know, then it I might start the a- liking. You know, I mean, how many volts are coming through that thing? Is it sissified? Uh, is it real? So you can. Uh, it's just the regular. I I don't know. I have it. You can set it from one to ninety nine on a shock level, and I have it set to sixty nine, <laughs> just oh, because that's nice. the that seems like the number to go with. But Sound, uh, sounds hot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, if I hired a dominatrix to shock me, then I start. I would have to have. I don't know. I might start getting into it, and it'd be a whole other problem on my hands where I I mm. get sexually stimulated by electricity. Then next thing you know, I'm a Spider Man villain. It's just there's what multiple ways that could go bad. You're right. Forget so. I said that. <laughs> yeah, but uh, thank you, Larry. Thank you, Carl, for coming back. I, I, I don't know. There's a couple things I wanted to get into. I've been so busy, yeah. I haven't even looked at the news lately. But the Russell Brand thing is something that's uh, mm. kind of fascinating to me. I know Dick Masterson's take is that he's definitely guilty, <laughs> uh, which yeah. I'm not sure about that. Uh, but okay. maybe he is. I'm not ruling it out. I hope he's not guilty. Uh, I have some Burt Kreischer stuff I want to get to because I've always wanted to absolutely lampoon Burt Kreischer. I think he's one of the most – he's the Lars Ulrich of comedy pretty much. He's just why oh, – That why, was an obnoxious intro that you were playing just now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. He's, that, uh, <laughs> D- he's Dane Cook 2.0. Huh? <laughs> Dane right? D- He makes – he makes – oh, God, no. If Dane, Dane Cook is so much – I mean, I agree, Dan Cook sucks, but I would hang out. I would have a beer with Dan Cook way before I ever hung out with Burt Kreischer. And what's sad is Burt, yeah. he seems like he's a genuinely good-hearted guy, maybe, and probably is cool. Well, not cool. Let's, let's not get crazy here. But yeah. there's something about him that's just – he looking at him and listening to him makes me more annoyed than Amy Schumer. Have you watched yeah. the movie The Machine? I have not. If I was trying to watch it today, if I had All right, time, so I forget didn't. the shock, forget the shock collar. Every time you say like, you have to watch another ten minutes of the machine. Let's do that. That'll that'll learn you quick. Oh, no, I, I watched that movie because I did this show called Hack the Movies. My buddy Tony, Tony, and yep. so we went we went through and we uh, analyzed that film, and it's incredible to me. He's so bad at acting. He's so bad. I don't know if he wrote the script. I think he did. It's so stupid. This and is Kreischer I, I bl- in this movie? Yeah, Bert Kreischer, yeah. yeah. Okay. He's got this bit called The Machine, mm-hmm. and it goes back to when he was in college. He went over to Russia, and he has yeah. this crazy convoluted story about taking over a train, and then they all get drunk on vodka. And it's, he's mm-hmm. with the Russian mafia. And so in this movie, 
he goes back to Russia and does it all over again. But this time with his dad, who is played by none other than Mark Hamill, Luke Skywalker. And oh, I thought episode eight of Star Wars made me hate Luke Skywalker. No, it was the machine and Bert Kreischer that really made me hate <laughs> Luke Skywalker. Yeah. Well, a lot of people hate Luke Skywalker. Um, a few years back, I hosted this charity auction um, back in L.A., and yeah, you know, they were giving the regular prizes like uh, you know lunch with Vin Scully and uh, this piece of shit uh, Fender Squire, you know, with like four strings and but it was signed by Slash and that went for you know it was pretty good dough. I don't know four or five grand it was utterly worthless other than it had yeah. Slash's name on it. And then up came lunch Slash doesn't with even Luke. play a Stratocaster. Slash huh? hates Strat. Doesn't even make fucking sense. You're gonna get a knockout <laughs> yeah, plus Paul if you're gonna do yeah, that. But okay, uh, you know. <laughs> so anyway. Yeah, up came next was uh, lunch with uh, Luke Skywalker himself. Not one fucking bid. Really? That that's Zero. actually surprising. Zero. Yeah, Oof. that's embarrassing. Yeah. Hmm. Very. <laughs> I was just thinking of the South Park episodes. It turns out he, he slashes like Santa Claus. The, the just well, how yeah. do you think? How do you yeah. think Slash can be at everybody's birthday party at once? Yeah, because it's he's played by one of our parents. <laughs> We played for Guns N' Roses, one of our parents. I saw a clip recently of Slash doing the break from uh, Beat It with Jacko when he was alive. And then another one of that chick, Orianthe, doing it. And I got to say, she was better than Slash. Mm. Her, yeah. her, her take was better. It was. Uh, is, Slash is a, a great guitarist. Oh, uh, he's the technically truth. great. The, the guitar solos that he wrote were melodic. And yeah. I mean, you could probably hum all of Sweet Child of Mine's guitar solos. You yeah. memorize them. And, and a lot of guitarists can't pull that off. So he, he, I, I would never sit there and be like, well, who do you want to see? Eddie Van Halen or Slash? Like, very different beasts. Oh, here. yeah. Yeah. I just thought I'd throw that in for grits. And plus, she's easier to look at. <laughs> true. That's definitely yeah. true. Yeah, I saw so. I saw Slash and Moonfist on Mushrooms, and I was terrified of him the entire time. Really? Yeah. Was he hostile? I think it's the hat. Oh, you were on mushrooms. Yeah, I was. But <laughs> <laughs> he was on shrooms. Okay. Oh fuck. Now, but the uh, before I get into the Burt stuff, Carl, yeah. I don't know if you got a chance. Did you see Chad Zumach on Alex Stein's show? Oh yeah, I did a whole uh, review of it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Forgive me. I, I I'm so no, behind it's okay. on everything. But no, no, uh, no, no, no. You don't have to apologize. But no, I, I just wanted to, to point out. Alex Stein and I were communicating that day and I was helping him out with questions and I sent him the entire rap sheet for Chad Zuma because he goes, Hey Carl, do you have like, uh, the, the rap sheet? And I, I had created a spreadsheet of it to make it easy to digest and understand, but I also sent him all of the, the raw material as well. Hmm. <laughs> I was hoping for, I was hoping for Chad to be, uh, much worse than he was, I guess, mainly because of you, because I've, Usually when you root against people, Carl, I'm always, I'm like, now I'm invested in it. When I, oh, <laughs> I had never heard of Chad. I had never heard of Chad two months ago. And now I'm, I'm just invested in, in his failure. And I was, I was watching Alex Stein interview him and I was like, you know what? Chad seems like a good hang. He doesn't seem like that bad. And then what was it? Bridget was the guy that he was trying to set her up on a date with in that episode. And they <laughs> yeah, live streamed yeah. a full date, which I figured you know, maybe just the two of them would go on a date, but no, Alex Stein brought his whole crew and him and a live stream camera to the Olive Garden. Yep. <laughs> and I, know, I didn't watch a lot Italian. of it. Yeah, I didn't watch a lot of it, but you could see that Chad is not a, a normal person. 
he was so quiet and he didn't know how to really interact with other people. It was it was interesting to watch him out and just uh and I don't know I, obviously there's cameras on so I guess it's not yeah. just him and in, in the nature but there was definitely something going on there I'm like this guy doesn't know how to interact with people mm-hmm. yeah it was it was strange he it was almost like watching uh it was like watching a, somebody try to to- coax a, t- a turtle out of their shell it, it, once yeah. in a while you'd see Chad's social head peek out but it, it was few and far between and. I watched the full, I don't know, hour and 10 minutes, however long that dinner lasted, just waiting. It's like, there's got to be something I can clip. <laughs> there's got to be something no, in here I can no. clip. There never really was anything other than an awkward conversation about Steven Crowder where they said, well, he he's uh, he, he works with the Blaze, so we can't we can't talk crap about Steven Crowder. We need to be careful. <laughs> it's like well, the most interesting in thing that, that happened. In the Alex Stein episode, though, he made Chad eat a bug. So yeah. That was interesting. <laughs> A, a very large bug, too. That was disgusting. Yeah. Was it, so wasn't was Chad the one that said it was good and just kept eating no, it while I think Alex he spit it out? It out. I, think okay. he's, I think he spit it out. I think but it was the producer who thought it was good. Rogan was making people eat bugs 20 years ago. They're still doing <laughs> that shit? I mean, well, really. Larry, you would have appreciated this because he brought up that Klaus Schwab... <laughs> Wants all of us to be eating bugs, and he asked uh, okay. our buddy Chad if he knew who that was. He's just like, "No, nah, I have no idea no. who that is." He's like, oh, okay, well, anyway, so you know, they, they kind of promoted the whole thing, and they actually had bugs that were packaged for people to eat. Yeah. And he brought those out. He's like, "This is what Klaus wants us to all eat, so let's try it." And mm. he made uh, Chad eat it out, right out in the studio there. Big old juicy beetle looked like about the size of two half dollars. Yeah, but yeah, huge. it was it was an homage to uh, the World Economic Forum and Klaus Schwab mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love what Alex is doing. That guy, uh, he's good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, are you from? Yeah, I know Larry. You are, but uh, Carl, are you familiar with John Breaks Bad News? I am. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I he uh, John's great. He's been on the show a lot. And uh, back when Alex Stein really blew up and and uh, got too big to return my texts. I I just gave <laughs> I just gave his number to John from Job Breaks Bad News for him to call him and give him bad news. <laughs> I just gave mm. Alex Stein's number to John. It's like, here, just give it, <laughs> just use this. I have no use for this phone number. <laughs> I I've probably already said this, so I apologize. But the first time I ever met Alex Stein in person, it was, Chrissy Mayer had this content house thing down in Orlando, and so I'm down there. Anthony Cumia, Chrissy Mayer, all of these big streamers and YouTubers were all staying in this giant house she rented out for us and were streaming for 48 hours straight. Alex got there late. He was sick and something happened with his flight. So he finally gets there. He was the one guy that I was starstruck by. I, I had to take a selfie with him. I was so annoying. I'm like, Alex, Alex, hey, I'm Carl. Hey, Alex, Alex. And so um, I'm, I'm a huge fan of his. I, yeah. I think he is hit the balls on that guy. Big balls. Yes. It's very impressive what he's able to do. He is uh, yeah. fearless. Yep. It, every time I think he's reached a peak level of troll, he just outdoes himself the next month. It's <laughs> it's incredible. It is impressive. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, Let's get into Bert for a little bit. I know you brought up um, you brought up Kumia, so he's in this clip with Gavin. I think this is just a quick. Uh, this is just a quick little. Do you know what the sprinkles are? What Gavin refers to as the sprinkles? No, I don't see now. That's I didn't know either, and I think probably nobody should because it doesn't make much sense. But overall, I think Gavin's take on Bert here sums up the entire 
the entirety of my feelings on him. Because like I said, I don't think Bert's a bad guy necessarily. No. I mean, I don't know him. I don't think so either. Somehow he's the most annoying <laughs> person in podcasting or comedy. And uh, I I watch, like, I'm, I'm a big Kill Tony fan. And so I see Bert on there and I skip the episode because I just know it's going to be yeah. unwatchable. <laughs> It's like two hours of that is just too much. Yeah, it's oversaturated, but yeah. there's the sprinkles. The sprinkles. Mm. Huh? Do that again? The sprinkles. You do that on my back up at the top. <laughs> <laughs> the oh, thank you very Some much. people like Louis C.K. could describe how to brush your teeth or the back of a, a, a mini Korg, yeah. the synthesizer, and explain the directions and it would be funny. But no. there's other guys that just don't have it. And I'd say like You're uh, oh, Larry, See, right you there, just did he, a whole he loves Louis Louis C.K. <laughs> is as funny as ass cancer. Okay. <laughs> Period. End of story. You did just do a great did episode I, uh lampooning Louis C.K. Larry and uh, I savaged him. Yes, I did. I have, I was always it. a Louis C.K. fan, but I think you kinda won me over against him a little bit in that episode. <laughs> Well, I threatened I I quit uh, doing the co-hosting with Darren if he didn't say that Louis sucked. So he uh, he acquiesced <laughs> quickly. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. I'm. Yeah. Well, his. I, yeah. I. I guess it's. I don't know. What's your, What's your take on Louis Carl? Because I think he's. You know. He's up there. He's not top ten, but I thought he was always a pretty good comic. But. So Louis C.K. falls into this trap, and I don't know why people do this, but. He's had a couple of different shows. He had the one on HBO, the one on FX, and he tries to be too dramatic with it. He wants mm. to be a serious actor or something. Yeah. So he should be writing the next Seinfeld. It should just be a comedy and just be goofy and not mean anything and just be funny. Instead, he tries to build these character arcs into it and make it serious. And I remember watching, because I think he's a very good stand-up comic, and Larry, if you don't think so, I dare you to try to be half as funny as him. But- He's a very good stand-up, and so when he writes a show, I'm ten he times acts funnier it. than him when I'm taking a shit. Just, <laughs> that's, just I mean, to, it's just, just to be. Let's just get this straight up front. Carl. It's just blatantly false. It's just blatantly false. See, people like you, Larry. This, this is the yeah. Thing. Oh, here we go. If, people like you. I get it. Yeah. This is going. People like if, you. If you're okay. if you're funnier than Louis C.K., then do it. Why aren't you performing in arenas? Why aren't you selling out Madison Square Garden? Why, what are you waiting for? Probably because Larry doesn't want to jerk off to that wheel, but I'm pretty sure if I did, I'd blow him right off the fucking stage. Okay. (laughs) Really? Uh, He's just not a funny guy. He's not. Well, a lot of people think he is. A lot of people. Well, you know, a lot of people think that uh, this Kreischer guy we're going to savage tonight is, but he's not. Those people are idiots. (laughs) There you go. Okay. You've answered your own question. (laughs) Anyway, my my point is, though, is that. The, the problem with Louis C.K. is that he's he's constantly smelling his own farts and yeah. this whole thing where he's writing these these roles and it's just like, hold on a second. Am I watching? Do I care about your relationship with your ex-wife on this show? No, I don't. Like, Why are you trying to be so overly dramatic about it? I, I hate his style of writing. That old HBO show that he did that was kind of like a play uh, yeah. with the sets and everything. And, and Jim Norton was on there and I love Jim Norton. Uh, but it was so poorly acted. It was so poor. I couldn't believe it was on HBO. It's not a good show. Yeah. Well, you know, CK came up through the TV ranks, and that's a recipe for mediocrity. Um, you know, TV writers generally suck. 
all they do is turn old rope into new. They sit around and say, what can we, what can we copy and repaint uh, so it looks fresh for us, really? And once in a, once in a blue moon, you get something, they, they turn out a product that is funny. Maybe it's a Seinfeld or a taxi, whatever, consistent. But come on, most TV sitcoms blow right. and always do. Since, since we're talking about Hollywood comedy writers, yeah. I just reviewed a show. Samantha B had Judd Apatow on. Oh, my now, God. I heard this. I, <laughs> oh, my God. I hate both of these people so much. And yes. Judd Apatow. All right. What's your take on, on Judd? <laughs> Do you, have you watched his movies? He follows stuff at all? I think Judd yeah, falls into that same exact category where yes. you just you put Louie where he he's a comedic director and he makes two thirds of the plots of his movies very serious and you know self uh, pretentious. Yeah. It's like, yes. What do you think, Larry? I think he's he's awful. Yeah, I mean, he, again, he's he's a part of the Hollywood machine, and right. um, you know, I, I mean, I lived out there for a long time. Um, you know, I was in that business. I knew a lot of writers. I created a show for CBS. They ruined it. Um, sold a couple screenplays. So I, I kind of I know that turf. And um, the funny thing is, this Kreischer guy, um, the clip that I sent to you, you know. Carl, I looked at, I'd never heard of this guy until I saw your, 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 uh, you know, post on Twitter about her X, excuse me, X. And yeah. I said, who the fuck is this? And so I go over to X and I see this brief clip of this guy. And within nine seconds of listening and watching him, I thought, this fucking guy must be from California. I had no <laughs> idea who he was. And then, and then like on the 11th seconds, he goes, I'm going home to California. <laughs> you know, and here's, here's what you should do. Go on Wikipedia and look up comics comedians from california and see if you recognize any of the fucking names there's a couple of like betty white or something a couple of dead people and then look if you want to really shrink the sample look at the part that says comedians from los angeles county there's about a dozen of them and the the deep dark secret is california has always had to import his fun it's funny people from the east coast because there's nobody funny in california there really All isn't right. I'm going to break every rule of podcasting and totally shut on your point, but only slightly. Adam Carolla is from Los Angeles. Yeah, Adam Carolla is. is a conservative comedian who's very funny. It's, he it's can odd. be funny. He and yet he's still funny. not as he funny can. as Dr. Drew. <laughs> oh, God, I don't know about that. All right. Second, second point I'm going to shit on you. Um, I don't know if you know this. Burke Kreischer's from Florida. Well, he said, I'm going home to California. He That's lives he in California. Yeah, he, everyone lives in L.A. now. I mean, except for Joe Rogan. You move there when you get famous, but... No, he's he's from Florida. He got he, famous he, for being a party guy at Florida State University. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So, so he's got the you know the, the the Milwaukee tumor and the uh, the beach togs and the flat built cap and he's kind of a sure. cliche. And sure. people, and I'm sure that he packs a house in every venue he plays on the West Coast because that's their taste level. He well, fucking I'll tell you what. he sells out Andrew Dice Clay level arenas. I mean, he's what he's, does he really? He's up there with Kevin uh, I don't know Hart. About that. He's up I mean, there with I don't Kevin. Know about I can sell out the garden. I I'm, yeah, I'm I don't not, I'm think not so. No. I so, thought, so Burt I, Kreischer does these comedy tours where he does minor league baseball stadiums. So I went when they came to Rochester because Dave Attell was on, and Dave Attell's the best comic to ever live. So I went to go see this Burt Kreischer show, and there were a bunch of comics there. Big Jay Okerson is very good, a couple other good guys. And what they did is they, they had it at the minor league ballpark, and it was only playing for the first base line. So you're only selling half the ballpark. It's still thousands of people. It's, sure. it's nothing to 
frowned upon, but yeah. it's not an arena. I don't, I don't think he's doing. I don't think he's selling out arenas. He's selling out like basketball and hockey arenas. I don't know if is he. No, that's impressive. All yeah, right. well, he's he's up there with Kevin Hart. I it's that's what that's what the most annoying thing about Bert is, and and it's I guess I, it's unfair to say he's selling that out because he brings a bunch of comedians with him for like you know six to eight comedians, so they're not just paying to see Bert, but Bert's always the headliner. Uh, right, which is why I, I preface that by saying I went to this comedy show because there were good comedians on it. We actually left when Bert started because he was the headliner, and there was a jazz fest going on down the street, and I went turned to my wife and I go. Hey, there's that band playing. You want to go check that out? We both just got up and left. So, <laughs> I I guess with Larry, Larry, there's there's got to be a way to know. So, so you don't think Louis C.K. is funny? Which no, I think he is funny, but at the same time, I think he's. I mean, that clip alone you played of him just was enough to make me go fuck this guy. But Bert, Bert, on the other hand, is he genuinely is an archetype, not funny. Believe me, he is a t- TV writer archetype, and his 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 type is legion. In L.A., it really is. There are so many Louis C.K.'s, you wouldn't believe it. Very, but wait very a second. Funny. When he's asking women if he can jerk off in front of them, that's kind of funny, right? <laughs> that's And that's that's an archetype, too. Yeah. That's a pretty good. <laughs> yeah, well, that's pretty good. So, okay, yeah, I think it, it was behind a potted palm, palm when he did it, if, if I read that story correctly. Yeah. And Larry, I that think it was the, Harvey the first or watch, second watch show. Watch me feed this fern. Huh? What? <laughs> the first or second show we did together, Larry, I believe yes. it was when I introduced you to Tim Dillon. And mm-hmm. I told you he was he was one of the goats right now. Like, uh, yes. I guess goats be yes. a bad term. It'd be one of the one of the greats for current era. And you, yes. I think you watched. I heard you talk about it with Darren on, on uh, Planet Rage or something later on. You're like, yeah. oh, that Tim Dillon guy was one of the most least funny people I've ever seen. And I was, well, you know, I didn't. I gotta say, in fairness to Tim Dillon, you know, I didn't sample a half hour of his work. You yeah, know, I, I hopscotched around. I saw a couple of bits, and they didn't blow back my hair. And I but, said, okay, next. You know, I have a very short attention span. You got to remember that. It's about the same as a Fox Terrier. The TikTok but, generation. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's me. And so, <laughs> uh, you know, t- Dylan, I, I have, I, I got to say, since then, I've seen a couple of clips of him where I thought he was pretty funny. So maybe I have to, uh, you know, revise my opinion. Well, I, what I'm getting at is who would you consider living, still working, some of the great comedians of our time, Larry? Hmm. Uh, you know, some people really, you know, everybody's inconsistent. I've seen Sebastian Maniscalco be really fucking great. Bill Burr, fantastic. Ali Wong, same thing. Even even in her first outing, Eliza Schlesinger was goddamn hysterical. But then, you know, in in number two or three, whatever, they don't quite uh, meet their their freshman. standards you know so nobody's perfect nobody's kills every night but there's there's a handful i think of people that are pretty damn funny for me it's got to be right now you got shane gillis dave Chappelle. uh i mean those are the main two the first two that come to mind for me i don't know carl mark mark norman i saw recently mark norman's always funny i got to see anthony jesselneck and And, i was surprised bingo yes love jess i was Oh, he's great. And I was he's surprised great. that he played our comedy club here in Rochester because he's a theater guy. And he yeah. came and did five sold-out shows at the comedy club and mm. crushed it. When you talk yeah. about joke writing, but yeah. delivery for sure. Delivery is yes. he's marvelous. But the joke writing, because you always know he's going to zag, but he mm. never zags the way you think he's going to zag. Never. And it always no, catches you by surprise every time. He, 
he is utterly original and a one-off. I think yes. he's sensational. Yes. Yeah. And, and David tells, like I said, David tells the best stand-up of his generation, I think. I saw Rogan in Nashville, and I was not only shocked by that he was a foot and a half shorter than me, <laughs> but <laughs> I was also shocked that he was so not funny, um, which I kind of already knew from seeing his yeah. specials. They've never made me laugh that much, but... It was. It's kind of bizarre, and I'm sure both of you have been in similar situations where you're in a crowd of people. Just whether it's a concert or a comedy show, where just the crowd is into it, they're laughing, they're yeah. excited, whatever's going on, and you just feel like, sure, you feel. I don't know. You feel like you just can't relate to how how much people are enjoying. I, them. Like I saw Tim Dillon, and I've seen Tim Dillon twice. We're going to want to see him again when he comes to Rochester this November. I, he's one of my favorite guys right now. I think his podcast is amazing. And normally, I don't like a show like his. But he's really good at it. So I went to saw him at this theater in Rochester, and this opener comes up, and I didn't even crack a smile. And I'm there to laugh. I'm not like a dick when it comes to going yeah. to comedy shows. I'm going to give the the comics whatever I can. And I couldn't believe it. Everyone around me is laughing. I'm like, what? What are you guys laughing at? I have yeah. a theory. These guys who tour and do theaters, you know, I, I've I've seen uh, Bill Burr. Uh, I've seen a bunch of these guys who are able to go and do theaters. I think that they purposely bring openers who are not very good to make them pop mm-hmm. yeah sure similar to yeah, like you know like how um I, I went and saw this this rock band and um the i was right behind the soundboard and the soundboard was covered in a sheet during the opening acts and then mm-hmm. the main band comes out the sheet comes off and all of a sudden everything's dialed in and it's i'm like whoa the sound yeah. there is a sound system in here holy <laughs> shit you know it's like sure. one of those smoke and mirrors thing like oh the, the headliner yeah. seems so much better well yeah, yeah. that's why yeah, I was at the Improv years ago one night uh, down on Melrose, and uh, you know they had a nice. They, it was a good lineup there, and you know three or four guys came out, and then all of a sudden, <clears throat> um, they say, "Oh, we have a, ses- a special guest in the house tonight, substitution," and they introduced Tim Allen. Okay. Okay, and I was, you know, again knowing you know TV writers mm-hmm. and TV sitcom, I thought this is going to blow. He was he fucking killed. He was yeah. unbelievably he was unbelievably funny, right? Well, he he was a comic before he became a TV yes. person. Yeah, yes, he was, and it showed. And then, <laughs> and some son of a bitch had to follow that. I just, yeah, right. I felt so bad for him. You know, it's just no. It's people just basically wanted to put their coats on and leave. You know, it's well, really uh, a similar story. I mean, he didn't just show up out of nowhere. I went to see a show in Vegas, but Ray Romano. S- same thing where you got this guy who's just like on this cheesy sitcom and you know whatever who cares and this was you know years after the sitcom was over and he's back to doing stand-up again and he crushed it he was sure. so fucking funny yeah yeah he's a very funny guy yeah, he is him him and, and seinfeld i've seen seinfeld oh. a couple of times he is still Peerless. unbelievable unbelievable yeah. What? There's guys that are sort of like like a little bit below the radar. I mean, I tell you, a guy that if you ever get get a chance to catch his act, and I knew him when he was coming up. Um, his name is Bobby Slayton, the pit bull. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, catch Bobby's. Act. I've seen he him fucking, before. Yeah, he kills. Yeah. I mean, I mean, he he might be retired at this point. I don't even know if he's still. He could performing. be. He could be. Yeah, I was at that time. I was. I was. Uh, I was moonlighting. I was working for um, Fortune magazine as a suit. And then at the same time, I was, this is a true story. I, my contract was with WNEW AM radio in New York, and they had a, uh, a morning crew there. 
who were kind of geriatric. So they brought me in to bring the demo down from between, you know, 90 and death to something younger. And they actually hired me, it said, to write ad libs. <laughs> I swear to God. I wish I'd kept that. I don't have that paper, but it's funny. Pretty, funny stuff. Should have framed it. Um, and so I'd sit between these two and uh, with a legal pad and they'd be, you know, chit chatting and talking or whatever and flipping through the newspaper. And I just scribble shit with a Sharpie real fast and hold it up. And this guy would read my stuff and laugh out loud. And while I was doing that many times, Bobby knew uh, Ted, who was the, 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 you know, the, the morning drive guy. And he'd just stop in and just fucking hang around. He didn't even really say anything. He'd just kind of sit in the studio and he'd say, hey, man, come and see my show. I'm going to show whatever I'm doing. I'm going to be catch Friday night. Blah, blah, you know, what time are you going on? 3 a.m. Whoa, I don't know. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. Bobby Slayton's a very funny guy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, back to the sprinkles here. Gavin sprinkles. On, so on what break. are sprinkles? Well, so Gavin McGinnis explains some people, are bo- I, I think he, the number he gives out is 5% of the population is born with the sprinkles, which I guess is the magic or being funny. And uh, his, Wait a minute, his, this is this is the Proud Boys guy we're talking about here. <laughs> yeah, him. Have you ever, well, Carl, Have you ever met Gavin? <laughs> I have met Gavin yeah. McGinnis, and I hate that people are just like, "Oh, he's the Proud Boys guy." Do you know what Gavin actually did, or why this exists? No. Okay. It was the it was a joke that they came up with on yes. the on the Kumia show, and it was well, yeah. You you probably know or have more inside baseball on it than I do, Carl. Yeah, there was this guy. They, his nickname was Rat. I think his name was like. Uh, I forget what what his name was, but his his last name started with Rat, and so um, he was this awkward Jewish guy that never got laid, and they used to tease him nonstop on Compound Media, and there was this uh, musical called The Proud Boys, and they were goofing on him about like being a proud boy or something, and then that turned into like just a fun bit they were doing, which turned into a bunch of guys going out and getting drinks together and calling each other the proud boys. And then Gavin McGinnis, wisely so, said, "I don't know what's going on. This is turning into like a political movement. I'm going to get the fuck out of here," and got himself way out of the way of that. And then the proud boys became this whatever political movement that the um. Justice Department decided to go. Yeah. Hey, we can make an example out of them and make it seem yeah. like they're the white supremacists trying to him, take over. Carl, I'm pretty sure I remember McGinnis sort of being, you know, chest deep in that thing and being very political, watching. Some oh, he's of his, very his political, and, and you know, and proudly saying, you know, he had the little goofy polo shirt on, and you know, he was kind of digging on that. Well, we, when the Proud Boys, how it was when he was involved in it, it was your initiation was the initiation ritual was. We can punch and kick you as hard as we want until you can name ten breakfast cereals off the top of your head. Yeah, right, it, yes. was, it wasn't. It wasn't really. Uh, wasn't you know, serious. let's storm the Capitol, rah 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 type of guys. Uh, and, and now it's just filled with feds. Um, but yeah, Gavin, <laughs> right? Yes, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's like the KKK. It's just a who's who of feds. Yeah, federal agents. Yeah. But I don't. I don't. It's blaming Gavin for the current day state of the Proud Boys is kind of like blaming him for the current day state of vice news it's like yeah he founded okay. it but he got out right. of there way before it became a shit, shit oh, so he's show. a repeat of, this is his shtick so he founds these things they turn to shit and then he <laughs> walks away from them okay yeah. i get it yeah and actually uh gavin does a show weekly with anthony cumia that i i watch quite a bit and there's a lot of things those two guys talk about that i do not agree with it gets very racial and and weird there's there's a thing about living in new york city that, like I, I've known guys who worked for the Rochester Police Department, 
And you start to get this sense that they start to turn a little racist because of the people they deal with on a daily basis. And you just want to be like, well, okay, I, I understand that like what, what you're dealing with kind of sucks, but you, you realize that the people are people and it's not, this isn't just the norm. That So I think Gavin kind of suffers from some of that. I love a good racist or sexist joke, but when it starts to get to the sure. point where you think, <laughs> I think you might actually mean this. <laughs> yeah, like, right. Like, I mean, it starts you, to get a little weird. You're just like, wait, are you saying that's a joke or do you think that's true? Because okay, you get, you get on Kumi, Kumia's Twitter, uh, I think it's at Compound Boss or something, and just mm-hmm. just do a search for his Twitter account with just the letter N. <laughs> just look at the tweets that come up. It's uh, Oh, and tr- trust me, I have to apologize. <laughs> How many times have I been asked, oh, so you're friends with Anthony Kumia. Do you agree with this, 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 and this? And it's like... You're allowed to be friends with people you don't agree with. Exactly. I don't understand why. I, I have to sit there and, and defend everything that he's ever tweeted because we hung out at fucking uh, Disney once. No. It's no, ridiculous. I, I'm a huge fan of Kumia, and I'm definitely team Anthony over team Opie. But, uh, yeah, I get what you're saying. There's certain things where you go, yeah, I, I love the guy to death, but uh, I'm not signing off on that one. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, but, anyway, yeah, here's Gavin on, uh, what do you call it, the sprinkles. Yeah. Org. Yeah. The synthesizer and explain the directions and it would be funny. But there's other guys that just don't have it. And I'd say like 5% of the population has, have the sprinkles. Yeah. And everyone else, the beauty low. of America is like, this is a terrible thing to say, but I think Tom Segura has the sprinkles. Bert Kreischer doesn't. They have the same career because Bert just busts his ass and you can just fucking shovel shit all day and you'll get the same kind of audience and the same kind of career. But when looking back in a hundred years, we'll be like, you're just a very hard worker, sir. We appreciate you. <laughs> you think you don't a- have the magic quantity. <laughs> That's it. Bert doesn't have the magic. And so it's like sprinkles is mojo. So it's, so it is. So yeah, yeah, it's, it's the, it's the, all right. what the chi or the, yes, yeah, the, there's, there's just something that people, yeah, you can, there's certain things. Well, a, it doesn't matter how hard you work and how hard you practice. So, sure. Most golfers won't ever be Tiger Woods, no matter how much they try. But with comedy, but a, a, I think it's just a there's an analysis, extra. Though perfect analysis of Burt Kreischer because he does bust his ass, and yeah. that's the thing. Like he like, he wants it. He wants it so badly that he made it happen. And so there, there is something to that. And also, I like the idea of the five percent. It reminds me of Seinfeld when they're debating <laughs> the percentage of people who you could actually are dateable. Like, what percentage of the population is attractive? Like, I don't know, 3%. It's like, yeah, actually, when you think about it, when it boils down, to like, yeah, it sounds about right. Yeah. that is, the is, And I think that number keeps shrinking every five years. <laughs> yeah, I think so, too. Probably, yeah. I mean, the, if there's one thing that I wholeheartedly agree with Dick Masterson on, it's that women and men, but mostly women, are getting outrageously fat. Every, yes. every year, there's more of them there. So this... It, <laughs> But, uh, in this country, yes. <laughs> yes. And I don't I think yes. that might be the some kind of deliberate uh what they put in something in the water, definitely the food. I don't know what's going on, but uh You think that's th- it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, but it, high fructose corn syrup is outlawed in a lot of other countries, I'll say that. But, no. uh, you fucking know all about this shit. I, exactly. Yeah. I should be able to say the N-word. Uh so, <laughs> <laughs> uh I, I have another theory about, well, not really a theory. I have a bone to pick with Joe Rogan because, you know, how Joe Rogan oh. is constantly telling every guest he's ever had on, you should start a podcast. Why don't you start a podcast? 
Does yeah. he do that? Really? Okay. Yeah. Not anymore, but he used to. Yeah. He did that and for a long time. Then they all started podcasts. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> Four million of them. Exactly. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, he. T- I remember when Bert was because I used to. That was probably the first podcast I ever listened to was Rogan. Probably I don't know ten years ago, and I remember when Bert would come on, he'd tell Bert. You got to stop doing this travel channel stuff. You got to start doing comedy. You got to start doing comedy full time. So I blame Joe Rogan for this whole fucking kerfuffle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, like if, if it wasn't for Joe, I don't think Bert, Bert would still be doing blow and getting drunk in Vietnam on ATVs instead of popping up as number one on my Netflix comedy queue every single month. Um, mm. So, but this, this is a, uh, this is speaking of, you brought in Mark Norman, uh, Carl, this is, <laughs> This is Bert explaining to Mark Norman how bad his jokes used to be that he would write. And I could not figure out how to write a fucking joke. Like, I remember one of the jokes I wrote was, because uh, I wanted to write like Dimitri. It was like, it was clear that that was a joke and that you were good. Yeah, You could write like that. And I was like, what do you think? Oh, this is so Oh, bad. here we go, baby. <laughs> what do you think Papa Smo- Smurf's middle name is? I hope it's not Boner. That's the funniest <laughs> That's the funniest thing I've ever heard Bert write. <laughs> it's well, still I mean, terrible. It's, it's, o- it's only funny because he knows it's bad. I mean, it's so predictable. <laughs> but, it's so obvious. Yeah, but Bert, I mean, it, I've watched at least two of his full hour specials on Netflix. I, there's not really any jokes that he writes. No, he's not a, he's not a joke writer. He's a storyteller. Storyteller, yeah. Middle name yeah. is. And, and I, I, when, I, I saw, when I went and saw him, and uh, he came out after Dave Attell, which is impossible to follow. And he takes his shirt off immediately, and the crowd goes wild. And he literally started doing Dave Attell's jokes. He's like, what, what was Dave just saying? Blah, 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 blah. And blah, 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 blah. And people are laughing. I'm like, okay, we got we to gotta leave. He's just doing Dave, <laughs> Dave Attell's material. This is insane. He's, he's not a joke writer. <laughs> yeah, it's... So did he make you laugh at all, Carl? Or no, I, I'm, it's not my thing. I don't. Okay. I don't get it. Yeah, it's. I I don't know how Larry. You said you had you weren't familiar with Bert until tonight. So, really, I'm trying to Never find heard. a way to explain what exactly what Bert Kreischer is. But I guess it's. Well, I think I think the picture of him pretty much gave me all the data I need to you know make a just a, a ten a, second video. I I think I got it. A Florida drunk, <laughs> a, yeah, like a a Florida drunk cokehead that never grew yeah. up from his uh, frat boy roots. Well, I guess. I'll, I'll tell you this, Larry. Are you familiar yeah. with the movie National Lampoon's Van Wilder? Yeah, that's where he really, uh, that was his springboard to fame. Yeah, when he played Well, a, he know, wasn't in it. In yeah. He wasn't in it, but it's based on his life. Based on his life. Okay. Yeah. So I hope he gets so, some royalties out of that or consulting. I don't know. Fee. I don't know because yeah. what happened was he was featured in a magazine. I don't know, I don't know if it was um, Maxim Magazine, something, something like that. Mm-hmm. And I think it might have been were, Fortune. No, definitely was not fortune. They were highlighting (laughs) the biggest party schools and the biggest partiers at the biggest party schools. And he was the biggest partier at the biggest party school. Right. I was trying to accuse Larry of writing that article. (laughs) (laughs) I I see what you did there. (laughs) So that's where Burt Kreischer got his claim to fame was that he was a party animal in college. Mm -hmm. They based a movie around it. And then Burt goes, huh, what do I do with all this notoriety? People are talking about me. So. He just stumbled into comedy clubs and just started acting like a fool on stage and ordering shots and drinking a lot. And that's kind of how, and, and like you said, Joe Rogan ruined this for all of us when he goes, no, I'll do comedy, but he didn't know what to do. He just knew that 
he was popular and the press was picking up on him. So he just started drinking too much in public on stage. Okay. Yep. <laughs> that's, it's, that's a cra- a good... it's a crazy story. It's a weird way to, yeah. to get famous. It's yeah. a good recap. It's not boner. Yeah. Work for him. Ooh. Papa Boner Smurf. Ooh. All right, I got to get out of here. Yeah. You just hear a gunshot in the next room. <laughs> but I remember, I remember I could not write jokes, like Ooh. joke jokes. Is that, did you tell that to Whitney Houston? He says it like it's in the past tense. <laughs> right. Yeah, back I remember, then I couldn't write Guys, jokes, remember yeah. back when I couldn't write jokes? Papa <laughs> 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 Boner She's like, I'm going to take a bath. I saw the, I saw the uh, sequel to Steal Magnolias, Give Magnolias Back. <laughs> Dude, God. I was so bad. Mm. Was yeah. <laughs> uh, wow. Now it's California humor it really is. Yeah. Oh man. You I, know, you know, I hate I, California, first, but even that's an insult to the state. Yeah. Now you can't insult it enough. Um, <laughs> you know, when I moved to LA, um, the um, you know, in New York, there was this cornucopia of great, uh, great morning radio. Mm-hmm. All of which you guys know. And then suddenly there was nothing. There was this vast fucking wasteland of nothing in the morning. But these two idiots named Mark and Brian, who basically owned the AM drive time slot in L.A. And I used to you know, be stuck in traffic. And I think I want to I'm going to blow my fucking head off. <laughs> I, just, I just I just can't take this. You know, Larry, thanks for not killing yourself. Thank well, you. You're very welcome. <laughs> thanks for caring, Carl. Yeah. And um and then suddenly, uh, 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 Howard Stern came to town. They send, they dropped uh, whatever, whatever syndicator was, and, and it was like uh, you know, manna from heaven. Not the, that was the. The question is, which is the real Howard Stern? That one who was kind of funny back then, uh, and it, but or the the Cretan he's he's grown into. Um, but he was he was funny at that time. And I thought, well, there's your difference between your East and West Coast comedy. I mean, Howard's you know totally East Coast New York, and those two guys were from fucking Fresno or something, and they were just awful awful unlistenable yeah. but people loved them they were the kings of drive time radio in la for years i'm talking like they, 15 20 years i think they still might be doing a podcast or something I oh yeah one of them is yeah yes yeah. one of them is because i yeah. i get the suggestion because we do um in october we do jocktober and yeah. so you know we yes typically try to highlight mm-hmm. either radio shows or radio shows that went to podcasts yeah because it's all people who were in radio and then go to podcasts are mostly terrible at it. They have no yes. idea yes. how to f- change up the format. They don't understand the medium at all. <laughs> Carl, what is the These name guys- of the guy that uh, he does the, he's got the really deep, but like fake voice. And he, he reads basically Laffy Taffy rappers on the air. And he's got, you covered oh. him on WATP a little while ago. I'm trying to remember. Oh, it's oh some gosh, stupid name. Describes so many different people. I don't it's, know. The, it's the guy that he, Oh God! I oh, I shouldn't have brought it up if I can't remember his name. But yeah, I'm sorry, I, I can't help you with that. <laughs> there's one. Uh, it's it's around the tip of my tongue. I feel like it starts with an F or something, but it, it doesn't matter. I, there's one I don't think you've covered unless it was years before I started listening. Have you ever covered John Boy and Billy in the morning? No, hey, big man, let me hold a dollar. <laughs> That'd be a good one, oh, dude. John, John Boy, Boy and Billy. I couldn't believe it. I was at a I. For my day job, I was at a customer's house doing a uh, setting up an event, and they had it on the radio. And dude, I hadn't heard John Boy and Billy in like five years. I couldn't believe it. They're still on the radio on every classic rock station syndicated. It's just the worst morning radio you've ever heard All in right. your life. John Boy and Billy, please they send me that note 
Okay. Remind me, because I I got to check that out for Jacktober this year. Yeah, I uh they have their own uh barbecue rub and hot sauces at most of the grocery stores around here. Really? And I was I remember being product, five or? years old listening to them on the radio, and they have not changed their format one bit. <laughs> it's nice. insane. No. Clearly, it works. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But okay, so are you familiar, Larry? If you don't know who Burt Kreischer is, you probably won't know this next person but adriana chechik no okay so she is an adult actress oh she's a porn star yes (laughs) by the way you ever notice they never call themselves porn actresses like everybody's a star in that business it's a porn they always say (laughs) porn star why is that well she actually is a star but i don't i don't mean yeah that's good to know yeah all right I guess it's better. Does she have a specialty? You know, things that she does, or uh, Uh, she can take a dick. Pretty good. (laughs) (laughs) All right. But this is—I mean, some people like to razor blades, ping pongs. You know, there's a lot of variations out there. But uh, I'm still waiting on the one that can juggle chainsaws while they get down. But uh, okay, there's not a category for that yet on Pornhub. There's uh, so two bears, one cave is Burt Kreischer and his co-host, who is just outrageously more funny than he is tom segura they had adriana chechik on because she made a video on her i guess it was her snapchat or something or only fans i guess where she was talking about bert and tom while she had come all over her face hmm. and so naturally yeah. bert and tom had her on the show did you see the end up seeing this carl i did yeah i think we talked about it a you little probably bit. yeah this was because this was such a i i'd be amazed if you didn't because it was such a trainer x start to finish I, yeah, I, uh, it's just amazing how Bert, it's almost like, what would you, what would you, I don't know how you nail it down exactly what his issue is. It's be, it's well beyond lack of self-awareness. Um, but He's just the way he behaved on that show was, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. well, speaking of porn stars, I'll share a quick story with you Ooh. guys. Um, a friend of mine, actually, he was my accountant for many years, um, got out of the accounting business and somebody offered him a very lucrative position as CEO of a major porn company in L.A. Definitely Jewish, so right? We huh? This guy was definitely was Jewish, right? Uh, I don't know. But he uh, he says, uh, he one day he calls me, he says, you never guess what I'm doing. And, he, and then he tells me, he says, wow. He says, want to have lunch? I said, sure. Where do you want to meet? I said, well, I'll tell you where I want to meet. I said, I want to meet at your office <laughs> first. Then let's go to lunch. Okay, so his office is over on Sunset, and um, I'm sitting there, and this, you know, she was a very famous star at the time, came out, and she kind of sits down and starts talking, chit-chat about this and that, you know, how's the weather, blah, 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 and she tells me she just got married. I said, well, congratulations, and she'd had like 19 husbands, you know, something like that, and so I just thought, I'm just going to be bold here and a little bit crude, and I said, I got to ask you something. I mean, you know a lot of men. This guy must be hung like a palomino. And she goes, Oh no, he's hung like a horse. (laughs) What was her name? (laughs) Uh, I don't remember. But, uh, I don't believe you. <laughs> I don't believe you for a second. I believe him. I really don't. Does, I really don't. Matter, there were so right? many. There were so many. I, I, I swear to God, I don't recall her name. But she was I'm pretty famous messing. at that time. Yeah, uh, that's funny. But yeah, this is this is Bert on, and I I didn't even make it ten minutes into this podcast. I don't think before I ran out of time to keep pulling clips. But when I watched it months ago, I remember it just getting progressively worse, and I'm kicking myself for not getting to this earlier. But I'll just play you some <laughs> some of what. 
is in the first uh, chunk of the episode where Tom Segura and Burt Kreischer are interviewing Adriana Chechik. Adriana Chechik, thank you for coming here. We're the so excited gangster. to have you. The gangster. The gangster. We've been talking about shooting our scene. She's the, the John Mulaney of adult film star. <laughs> Just does because, it all because right. Do you know who John Mulaney is? No, I'm too oh, young for that. Cokehead. Anyway, so <laughs> he, uh, no, he's a very talented comic, but John Mulaney is the guy that when people go, you're too young for that. Yeah. <laughs> you hear that, John? She's, she's like, I'm not in college. <laughs> You know, he is. He, this is well, let me explain my yeah, point. Yeah, your point, yes. Is that when people show, you go, oh, you got to see John Mulaney, you show him a clip, and it, you're always like, oh, shit. Everyone goes, oh, he's really good. He's really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you are the person that whenever, that I remember, I think it was an Uber driver was like, he's like, hey, man, I'm a big fan. Do you know who Chechik is? And I was like, no. And he goes, all right, Google it. We got a while. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, fuck. Yeah. She's good. I think I signed yeah. up for your OnlyFans in that Uber. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I didn't know you weren't supposed to do that. So why do you think Bert... <laughs> made that comment what what would the reason you be if you had to guess as to why you aren't supposed to sign up for someone's only i have no idea i don't know what he meant by that <laughs> okay well this is why i think i signed up for your only fans in that uber oh thank you yeah i didn't know you weren't supposed to do that no don't, not supposed to do what no sign up for people's only fans in an uber no, uh, at all i've been signing why? up for uber fans like supporting wait, artists yeah well, the I same sh- way you do at a farmer's market why don't you want no, you should supposed I to i want you to sign up to my only fans yeah yours Give is a good one but wait why do you say that you're not supposed to because it's creepy i guess my name shows up and then they're like oh, sh-. <laughs> oh. <laughs> he's a celebrity <laughs> that's funny it's- he just didn't realize that you can anonymously sign up for OnlyFans. I'm just imagining Bert getting on OnlyFans and putting in his name just Bert Kreischer, the yeah. machine. There's a photo of him with his shirt off. Yeah, that's funny. Fucking retard. Do you think Adriana's a, is she Ukrainian? Maybe she's some kind of a war hero. Yeah. I, I, it is an odd name, you know, right? It's like usually you have a name like Alexis Texas or um, exactly. Yeah, yeah, something that. So, but Chechik, it's impossible yeah. to spell. I don't know how to spell yeah. it. So it is a weird choice to pick that yeah. as your uh, alias. I guess my name shows up, and then they're like, "Oh shit, uh, uh, why are you? Why are you doing it under like a uh, a private name? I have like user two nine four five six seven eight. I'm a know? fucking idiot. Yeah, <laughs> yep. yeah. <Okay>. Yep. <laughs> yep. At least Good he's answer. aware. Of that. There you go. <laughs> I just, I just the visual of him. <laughs> Yeah, it's just the visual of you getting a new, if you're an OnlyFans porn, uh, whatever you call it, porn producer, content creator on OnlyFans, just getting a notification, the machine followed you, it's just burnt fucking beer in one hand, dick in the other. It's well, just a profile picture. What's, what's dumb about Bert, there's a number of things there, is that she didn't even know that, obviously. She's so popular that there's thousands and thousands of people, so she's not paying attention. So the fact that he admitted that was, I mean, he doesn't care because that's what he does, but it wasn't even necessary. I don't think she knows who he is very well or even cares about that. Well, she is the one that originally, my understanding is she reached out to Bert and Tom because she, like I said, she got bukkake and had come all over her face and made a video saying she wanted to have a three-way with Bert and Tom. Right. And I, and I, I remember covering this and, and they were like going to ask permission of their wives or something. And if, yeah. <laughs> if they, they just wanted to like jerk off in her presence or it was like this weird thing but they wanted Louis to C. do. involved in this? Anyway? <laughs> <laughs> probably, yeah. probably just to make it a, l- a little less funny. They wanted to get Louis C.K. in there, there jerking off as well. 
But uh, it's very possible, and and you're probably right. Maybe she is a fan of, of Tom Segura, but she didn't know John Mulaney is, so figure that one out. But it's very possible that whatever director or producer told her to say that. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. Just just to get people talking about it. <laughs> like when they Hillary do Clinton said Pokemon show. Go to the polls, like she didn't know what Pokemon Go, go yeah. was. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. She has no idea, but yeah. someone told her to say that. So. Yeah. Uh, but Bert mm. continues to make this just immensely more awkward and like i said all these clips are from the first half hour or less probably 15 minutes if you get about an hour in you just you want to blow your brains out but this is still this is still early on and just <laughs> i'll just let this clip speak for itself <laughs> right it's like a whole checklist and then do they do you the women have to do it to the guys too yeah like you're like are you okay if i kick uh, sorry they're talking about the consent checklist uh that's in porn now because okay you have um you have to get written permission, I guess, before you uh, fuck somebody's mouth. I guess I don't know what the exact right. There's like a whole checklist, and then do they do you, the women have to do it to the guys too? Yeah, like you're like, are you okay if I kick your balls and like you know stab Bert in the eye? Even verbiage, like, are do you have any words you don't like to be called? Any mm. slang? I want you to call me the N word. <laughs> oh my no! Okay, that's what we're doing. Oh we're my god! Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll call you. Oh no! You know what the N word is? <laughs> I will call Wait, you a cunt. I've watched, I've, watched, I've watched that porn with the, the black dude saying to the, the white girl. Yeah. Oh, and she says it over. Yeah. And, then, yeah, and we, he's like, he's like, no. tell your daddy. Yeah. We're, she's notorious. She's notorious. She's notorious. The, uh, I wonder if she'll get canceled for that. They <laughs> 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 pull that up. Do you remember saying this? She's like, your honor. Um, she kind of got canceled in porn for that, but it also really? was. Yeah. And unfortunately, so like, Obviously, times are different, and you shouldn't say those things. But like, if you, I think you had sex a, with a, you had like a group of men. She had like a bunch of dudes telling her to say it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. So it's I kind mean, of like, um, but she did get a lot of cancels from. Can them. I tell? Can I just take a sidebar to this? You're so fucking pretty. <laughs> wow, Bert, what a segue. <laughs> Well, yeah, props really. to him because that, that was yeah, very uncomfortable. That especially, conversation, especially that edgy fucking. You know, wow, yeah. <laughs> Honestly, that, that wasn't the best segue, but if you would just been like, wow, your tits are uh, something else, you know, yeah. anything to change yeah. the topic. Really? Probably a good move. <laughs> there there was, I, there's so many moments in this podcast where Bert is, and you can, it's really just the visual does it because you can see in Bert, Bert is in love with this woman. <laughs> Bert's been married a long time. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> um, but she did get a lot of You're, cancels from can I tell, Can I just take a sidebar to this? You're so fucking pretty. Thank like you. you're like I, I, that's normally when you meet like an actress or something you see on TV or like I know for a fact I that uh, I've seen people on TV. This is going to sound weird, but back in the day, I've, I've seen people on TV, hung out with them, hooked up with them, and then you find them to be a fucking mess. I find this way more uncomfortable than the whole inward porn conversation. <laughs> this is <laughs> immensely more un- uncomfortable. Bang. I want you to call me the N word. The N word. You know what the N word is? I should be able to say the N word. Yeah. Top to bottom. Their really eyes are funny. puffy this, and everything. I'm You're, sorry, Larry. Go ahead. This this walrus is talking about other people being a mess. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> has, he, has he passed a mirror lately? <laughs> Holy shit. Wow. Uh, <laughs> he, he is in complete denial about his drinking and obesity. I think, but then the, but then sometimes he'll prove everyone wrong. I, he run a, He ran a marathon. That nobody thought he would be able to do. So he once in a while, Bert will pull something out of his ass and be like, "All right, Bert, good for you," but you mm-hmm. still aren't funny. 
sort of puffy and everything. You're you're really uh, very pretty. You have no fucking bags under your eyes. You have great yeah. skin. Your hair is like fucking uh uh. What's the lady that it bit the apple and then went to bed? And then the kid. Snow White? Yes. Yeah, Snow, Snow White. White. Your, your hair's but like Snow White. You're just like taking a jab at me. I mean, like, well, I'm working on these bags. And I, I you, you, look, just, you, you have, you do look he's tired. Jealous. But he's jealous. He's jealous. You're healthy and he's, he's fat. He, he doesn't even have his Disney characters, <laughs> right? Snow White has short so, hair. I think he means Sleeping Beauty. You know, yeah, yeah, but then the apple was Snow White, maybe. I don't know. She, uh, well, All I know is this is finger. the most uncomfortable goddamn conversation. I, this is going great. <laughs> Dude, it, I don't know what it is, but it like Carl, how would you feel if you came on the I mean, this is the second time you've been on. How would you feel, Carl, if I just I was like, Carl, you sound so good today. Can I just stop what you're saying and just and just say like, wow, you sound really good. Your voice seems like fresh, fresh, crisp. Uh, you have such a great show. I re- and just go on. It's just you know, bags under your larynx. <laughs> fucking- no, I mean, Listen, if you want to do that, I'm fine to pivot to you kissing my ass, but listening to someone hit on a chick is the most awkward thing that's happened to me in bars where I'll be with a friend of mine or something and there's a guy hitting on her and I'm just like, oh, guys are so awful at this. They're so bad at hitting on chicks. It just sounds, and they they get it all the time. Let me tell you a a funny thing about uh, this porn actress. She gets hit on a lot. So she's used to this. This is not anything new that he's telling her. Wow, you're beautiful. You look really good. She's like, yeah, no, I know. I get it. And so it's just awkward. And you should never do this on a podcast. No. Or at a bar. Especially when you're a married man that's a dad and you're... (laughs) It would be funny if their wives would have let them do what they said, which was put on uh, fake dicks and fuck her on stage during a live show. That's right. That's what it was. That's what they wanted to do. That'd be fine. Like, But this... I don't know. It, he's being too genuine, or he's trying to come across as genuine in a way that makes me very uncomfortable. Oh. No, he's, he's hitting on her. He's <laughs> yeah. literally hitting on her. Yeah. It's, it's not good. It's, it's not good at all. I agree with you, Carl. Wow. Yeah. It's, it's, it's disturbing. Go back to the inward talk. Feed it's okay. Sweat. I even like a fat man, actually. It's like one of my, one of my like, fondest memories was getting fucked by a fat man while he was eating a pizza, and then I was eating Wait, a pizza, Wait, back that too. up. I, I stepped on it myself. <laughs> She said one of her favorite memories was getting fucked by a fat man while he ate a pizza and she ate a pizza as well. I even like a fat man, actually. One of my my, fondest memories was getting fucked by a fat man while he was eating a pizza and then I was eating the pizza too. Yeah. Wow. Um, Can I just say uh, liar, liar, pants on fire? That is not one of her fondest memories. Guarantee it. I'm... I imagine some of those actresses have I've seen porn before and some of it is crazy. And I would imagine some of what they have to go through is on par with Vietnam PTSD level flashbacks that they have to deal with. They get paid a lot more than than uh, our veterans do. But holy shit. I mean, some of the suicide rate is very high, though. You got to know that. (laughs) Well, she's obviously angry at her dad. And I'm sure dad is overweight. And I'm sure this was a whole thing that she was doing to get back at him fucking this fat guy and eating pizza but it sure. can't be a fondest memory <laughs> her dad's That's like true. her dad's like but maybe it you is. know you what when you fucked that fat guy and ate pizza called. with him i was really upset yeah. but when you fucking sat down and talked to burt kreischer that was over the line yeah, <laughs> yeah that was too much <laughs> <It's> t- <laughs> i'm disowning you as a child <laughs> god uh poor thing so this is uh mm. this is something i can actually get behind burt on his take here 
and then uh but yeah it i i remember i kind of miss drinking and driving that's <laughs> classic bird there uh drinking and driving is dangerous but less dangerous than drinking and podcasting and i i i have to be clear too I've had some of some of the I'd say five of the top ten most embarrassing moments of my life were me being just drunk as fuck on a podcast. That's a mistake I mm. haven't made in a while, thank God. But uh, I do a show with uh, my buddy Blind Mike Geary, who is on the Kirk Minahan show, Barstool Sports, a couple of times a week, and he tells this story. Where he goes, yeah, I used to think I could be a guy who just like drinks and be on a podcast. And then I embarrassed myself and it was brutal. And I've never since drank on a podcast. And I think it's funny that you just said, I've done that five or six times. And now I've learned my lesson. Like it, it, it didn't hit you until like the fifth time. You're like, I got to stop doing it. This is very embarrassing. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm having a beer right now. Uh, it's like okay, a road well, beer, that, you know, it's like, like a one sure. a podcast beer, a road beer. You just. Don't be like hammering the bottle of Jack Daniels on I-40 is all I'm saying. Well, Larry and I have this in common. We both play guitar. We've played in bands. And I remember I was 19 years old. And back then, I I used to smoke a lot of weed. I don't anymore, but I used to in high school and stuff. And I remember uh, getting high before a show. And I started the song in the wrong key. And it took me forever to figure out what was wrong. Like something's off. Something sounds bad. And I'm the last one to figure out what it was. And I went, never again. I'm never, ever being high on stage ever. And I haven't smoked weed before a show since then. It's just like you learned your lesson very quickly when you embarrass yourself. Yeah. It's pretty rough when you're the edibles are kicking in and you're half an hour into a show and every sentence you start you don't remember what you were talking about by the time you're halfway through the sentence. <laughs> oh, I I've been not not that I'm high, but I've been there where you're trying to figure out what your point was going to be, yeah. and so now you're just like rambling. Like, yeah, and so anyway, what I meant was Louis C.K. Not funny, Am I right? Exactly. <laughs> uh, it's uh, here's back to uh, Bert. Oh, so I, I didn't. Isn't Dob not here? He's in the other room. They're doing and what, what camera? Oh, no, 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 all no, of them are just you guys. Always, yeah. They're always doing so just the yeah. back and yeah, forth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I'm gonna lower this. I want to see your face. Thank you. So, um, yeah. He, Bert reaches <laughs> to her oh. microphone and lowers it because and his reasoning is not to make her audio sound better. It's because I want to see your face. Is there a point where it becomes kind of endearing, or is this just still cringe? No. As Okay. It's cringe. After two years, I was like, okay, uh, I don't need to do escorting. Like, the thing I want to do is I want to do porn and I want to build a brand because I saw the power in building the brand. Mm-hmm. Let me manage your fucking career. Yeah. I could fucking. I'm about oh. to blow. The fact that he whispers. Yeah, really? Was Let it like right in her ear when career. he did that? You know? <laughs> what the fuck? And uh, this is a person who oh. doesn't need any help. I actually with no. She's doing fine. Yeah, yeah really. Yeah, he. Yeah, she's she's, she probably out earns him. I, I'd be shocked if <laughs> oh, she does. Oh, for it. sure, for sure. Yeah. yeah. I'm about to blow up. Oh. I actually no finally shit. this year. This year I, you know, this year I I hired on like a full. I have a full team of like sixteen oh, people, and we're all no, just that's fucking. Not what, that's not what you need. What you need is a Burt Kreischer in your life. I could really fucking. Turn yeah, he is fun. To, you, you should have fun some chats with him. By the way, throughout this whole podcast, Tom Segura is just trying to pull Burt up. Out of the drowning waters and back onto the boat. Yes. And the every time Tom just every time every time Tom pulls Bert back up in the boat, 
Bert just turns around and runs right off the plank back into the water every fucking time. I do feel bad for Tom Segura on this show, this two bears, one cave thing, because there are so many times when Tom's looking over and I'm like, what are you doing? Do I, what what am I going to do with this? What do you want me to do? There was, I was reviewing this show a year or two ago and Bert decides to start tasting peanut butter in the middle of the show. Now, Larry, you, you're a host of a podcast. You ever take a big bite of peanut butter in the middle of the show? Never. Yeah, it's, not a, it's not a smart idea. It's, no. it's not going to go well no. for anyone. I, uh, I give some to my dog when I get a funny video of him. I sure. Yeah, that, that's always fun. Yeah. Uh, quick, quick aside, I just looked up uh, Adriana Chechik's age because I wanted to see if she was the same age as Bert's daughters or not. She's not. She's 31. But it turns out her birthday is the same date as my mom's. And I was so about to taken- say, aren't Bert's daughters both underage? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I thought maybe it was close. I just wanted to check that out. But it turns out she was born the same day my mom was, and now that's taking me completely out of the mood here. I just want to let you guys know. Yes. I, I think out. I can relate. <laughs> yeah, okay, good. <laughs> There's, uh, before I go back to this clip of Bert just further embarrassing himself, there was a podcast, I think it was called the Bill Burt podcast. It was Bill Burt yes, and Burt Kreischer. Yeah, Burt, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they, there's a weird backstory. I didn't pull any clips on it, but there's a weird backstory about why that ended. And it involved them just hassling Bill Burr while he was grilling with his family to get on the podcast or something. I and and Burt is laughing about it, but you can tell he's died. He's dead inside when he's telling the story. He's like, yeah, that was the second to last time I ever talked to Bill Burr. <laughs> it's like you guys were doing a popular podcast together. <laughs> you fucking pissed yeah, him off that bad. Well, it, it was all Bert's fault because yeah. like you got to maintain your calendar, buddy. You got shit to do. Yeah. So Bill is a professional. And he's just like, hey, man, where are you? We're doing our show right now. And Bert's got all of his friends over and family or whatever. And he's out there. goes like, oh, whoa, what the hell? And so I can see why. The person who should be pissed about that is Bill Burr. Yeah. Like, buddy, we have a, we had this on the calendar. What are you doing? 16 people and we're all just fucking. That's not what you need. What you need is a Burt Kreischer in your life. I could really fucking. Yeah. He is fun. You you should have fun, some chats with him. I'm serious. Yeah. He's a great ideas guy. I'm not kidding. I have have big ideas that are, that when I was younger, they were stupid. And then when they, when I got older and no one thought I was going to, anything was going to happen. This is how it'll go. He'll pop, he'll pitch you a series of ideas and you'll go, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. That's fucking stupid. That's ridiculous. And then you'll be like, "This is gold." Oh my god! Yes, yeah. Because yeah, he's, he's a dreamer. He's but, a and but and I don't have parameters on like bad ideas versus good ideas. And I'm a fan. And, like I, I would love to. I'll I'll get your number. I'll text you ideas that I think that because I, I think there's the thing I like about uh, red flag. <laughs> yeah, big time. Because what a big long time. setup to get I'll her fucking phone number. <laughs> yep. Wow. Wow. Red flag. He, he goes. He goes. He's the great thing about long. me. Yeah, he goes. The great thing about me is that I don't know the difference between good ideas and bad ideas. Yeah. Well, that's not, that's <laughs> not a exactly thing. what he said. Yeah, <laughs> and then he goes. And then he goes. I'll get your yeah. number and start texting you. <laughs> it's like, what do you mean? No, none of this is a good idea. Yeah. Now I'm starting to realize why Tom and Bert's wives said no. Not even with strap-ons on stage can you be around this woman because it. Right. Tom a little bit too was uh, being a little flirty, but Bert was just over the fucking line. <laughs> and wow. Bert was not being funny about it at all too. He was no. if he was you know he being a funny. jokey jokester. It's like okay, well you know at yeah. least this is. You could say it's for entertainment purposes, but he's just being fucking weird. Dude. I'm also trying to wrap my mind around the idea of what is a porn actress need as far as idea generation 
Exactly. Like I, I'm, I'm trying to figure this out. He's like, okay, so I was up all night. Here's an idea. What if the, instead of four guys fucking you, there's five? All right. All right. Oh, you already did that? Okay, hold on a second. I had another idea. Um, five guys and then another girl, too. What about that? What do you no. mean? <laughs> what do you come up with? Not one of these texts to her from Bert come before 1 a.m.? <laughs> Like, oh, yeah, no shit. Uh, I think Bert probably has a clothing line in mind first. Like, and mirrors his own. That's probably it. It's yeah, be the next right. Teddy Very Fresh. Beach tugs. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe if she, you know, she should put on a ton of weight, drink a case of beer a day for the next year, and, you know, be the one who looks <laughs> pregnant but isn't. Uh, I know we're, uh, uh, yeah, we got about. 10 or 20 minutes here before we wrap. So I just want to get one thing that I had to get to out of the way. I'm going to skip ahead of some of this other stuff. And I'm sure, Carl, you know about this, but I didn't know about this until this week when I was just on a Burt Kreischer rabbit hole. Have you seen the interview he did with Adam Sandler? Oh, hell yeah. Holy In fact, shit. This, this is uh, a real quick aside going back to Chad Zumach. Chad Zumach got busted with his sock account on Twitter because... He tried to tweet with his sock account to himself, oh my gosh, Bert embarrassed himself in front of Adam Sandler, <laughs> tagging his name on there, but he did it from his own account, tagging his own oh. name. And so, because Chesumak and Bert knew each other because they're both out of Tampa. So, um, they, so obviously Bert Imagine saw this him. and knew. And knew that the Chad was um, using trying to use a sock account. So yes, this was a fucking disaster. And Adam Sandler played along pretty well. I, I mean, I I would have bailed, but it's so embarrassing. And you have uh, as um, Owen Benjamin calls her the melted candle wax lady, uh, Whitney Cummings. The whole thing was. And by the way, they're using a. St- tape measure to make sure that they maintain six feet distance from each other in Whitney's house. Yeah. What I assume is Whitney's house. The whole thing is start to finish just absolutely fucking insane. But I'll just, <laughs> I'll play a little bit of this. When this next comedian yeah. is one of my comedic heroes. Uh, Larry, just to set it up, uh, Bert is yeah. on a Zoom call with Whitney Cummings and he's introducing Adam Sandler and they're doing a charity drive, a comedy charity drive over Zoom. So who's Ladies and gentlemen, this next Sandler interviewing Bert so, or, or so Whitney Cummings and Bert Kreischer are interviewing Adam Sandler over okay. a Zoom call on the computer. All right. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this next comedian is one of my comedic heroes. He is the reason I do stand-up. He is the reason I've been writing movies that have never been made, but I love his movies. I love everything about this guy. Okay. Without further ado, the guy that defined all our personalities, Adam Sandler. Oh, my God. That was unbelievable. Thank you. Thank you. Adam, have you ever heard of Bert? He doesn't think you know who he is. I, I've seen Bert, right? <laughs> That's all I need. That's all I need. I've seen you. Have I seen you around, around a, a comedy club or something? Or I've seen you on TV? I'm the one guy with his... I'm going you go, you go, you go. I'm the yeah. one guy shirtless. You want to hear a cool story, Adam, real quick? Yeah, yeah, tell me. Uh, back in 1995, you did a show at Pow Wow at Florida State. Do you remember that? Uh, sure. No. You hung out and ended up smoking weed with a bunch of girls. One of the girls I was dating at the time, she came to my place. We were throwing a party, and she was like, you need to leave this place right now and come with us. And I was like, no, not going to happen. And she was like, shut up and leave right now. The next morning, she called me. She goes, you dickhead. You could have partied with Adam Sandler. Bro, I have regretted that every fucking day of my life. Tonight. So his, you want to hear a cool story? I almost kind of almost met you one time. Yeah. <laughs> 
I'm getting to That's figure out his, his shtick. He's basically he's a professional kiss ass. That's what this guy does. Yeah. yeah. Whether it's a porn <laughs> star or a real comic, which Adam is. Could you imagine you finally get to talk to Adam Sandler, and the first thing you start with <laughs> is... Do you remember playing that college in 1995? Yeah. <laughs> Poor right. Adam Sandler is just like, sure. Sure. Uh, yeah. yeah I, right. and so I, I can tell you guys this. I don't remember anything I did in 1995. No. But I also have not lived Adam Sandler's life, which is amazing. Yeah. He has done so many cool things. He's traveled to so many cool places, met so many cool people. Like, if anyone doesn't remember Florida State in 95, it's Adam Sandler. I guarantee <laughs> yeah. it. I don't remember much from 1995, but I imagine I was just shitting my pants a lot because I was one year old. So, it's our night, buddy. Oh, shut up. Tonight's our night. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get past this whole Corona thing, and then me and you will meet that late, bud. I love it. I love it. All right, good to see you, man. Dan Whitney, good to see you. My youngest gets me every night. She's like, "One more movie. One more movie." I know. The other night, she goes, "Let's watch Dark Water." I go, "Dark Water." One about. <laughs> DuPont's flooding the... Are you serious? She goes, it's a thriller, Dad. We'll get into it. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. We're going to watch, uh, we're gonna watch uh, your movie, Precious Gems, yeah. soon. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Precious Gems. It's not Precious Gems. <laughs> That's not the name of the movie. Uncut Gems was the name of the movie. We're going to watch your yeah. movie, uh, Precious Gems, soon. <laughs> I'm saying there goes, oh, yeah. <laughs> you, it just keeps getting worse from here. Uh-oh, I can't believe... retard alert. <laughs> retard alert, class. I can't, I, it just gets progressively worse from here on out, yeah. too. I couldn't believe I hadn't seen this till this week. I was, I've been sleeping on this so bad. Yeah, that don't know if they're gonna. Right, bro, I showed them. I showed them Happy Madison once again. Oh, no. <laughs> There's Happy Gilmore and Billy Madison. Happy yeah. Madison right. is the production studio. <laughs> well, that's retarded. <laughs> Adam Sandler. It, it, this is just a testament to what a like. Tolerant guy Adam Sandler is. He's just trying so hard to be nice to this fucking retard. You know, and like, not every movie translates. They watched Ace Ventura, and both my girls go, Are we laughing because he's special needs? I go, No, that's not the joke, guys. We watched, we watched Happy, Happy Gilmore. Happy Gilmore fucking destroyed in my house. Yeah, good. Thanks, man. I know fucking uh, Ace destroyed in my house, to be honest. My kids love Carrie more than they love anybody. Uh, and then oh, movie is really good. You have Netflix? Yes, yes. Check my God, are you boys still hold on? It's my new hour. Time, time, time out. Do, do, do have a- <laughs> time out. So Adam Sandler at this time had, I think, like an eight movie deal with Netflix, paying yeah. him forty million dollars. And Bert Kreischer's question is, "Do you have Netflix?" Right. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, only budgeted for it this month. <laughs> <laughs> this multi-multi-millionaire who's making movies specifically for Netflix has Netflix, Bert. Yes, assume he does. <laughs> yes, yes. Check out Hey Big Boys streaming right now. It's my new hour special. Oh my yeah, all right. I'll oh. check it out. I'll check it out. I'll, I'll check it out late tonight, buddy. Uh, you know what else? You know what's going over good that my kids just started watching uh, last night? Uh, the Wonder Years. Hey, if you, I had a question I, was, I wanted to ask. If you could go back to one movie that was the funnest oh. to shoot, doesn't matter what movie, just go back and have that be your set every day for the rest of your life, your Groundhog's Day, like we're all living. What movie was the funnest to shoot that you would shoot every single day for the rest of your life? Can you pause yeah. it real oh, quick? No. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so Maybe he's this living is, Groundhog Day. This is not a conversation. 
No. Adam Sandler tried to make it a conversation. So Burt Crush is like, you got to watch my special on there. He's like, yeah, 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 we'll watch that. You know what we are watching on there is Wonder Years. So that opens a conversation. Talk about whatever. Instead, he goes, oh, no, no, no. Well, hold on. I got another question for you. So Burt's not listening. And that is the most important part of a conversation mm, is yep. listening. Yeah. And, also, and- he said, he said fun is twice, which I just <laughs> want to say Florida State's probably not happy about that. Single day for the rest of your life. Go ahead. No, no, no answer for that. I got no idea. I never thought about that. And I never will. And I, and I hated that question. What else? <laughs> did. I was hoping he said that's a stupid fucking question. Oh, he was kind of saying he hated the question. Adam Sandler finally just says how he feels. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, because Thank think about this. When he's on a movie set, he's working. And so this question is so dumb. Bert's watching it like a movie and like, hey, what movie would you want to be a part of for the rest of your life? He's like, well, well it's a set for me. I'm that's my job. Yeah. What do you mean? What do you, what yeah. do you think this not is? Every, not every movie set is Caddyshack, where it's just eight balls of coke and banging hookers. <laughs> right. <laughs> not most movies get made like the original Caddyshack. No, exactly. Uh, and then just just to kind of put a cherry on top of that, this is how I found out about it. Was this clip of. Bert on Joe Rogan telling the story of <laughs> of this Adam Sandler interview, and uh, apparently Bert thought it went really well until <laughs> people told him otherwise. She cracks me up. We beginning of the pandemic. She hits very beginning of the pandemic. She hits me up. She goes, "Hey, we're doing this comedy gives back thing," and I'm interviewing Adam Sandler. Oh, you're an Adam Sandler fan, right? And I go, "Love Adam Sandler." I, go, I fucking love Adam Sandler. She goes, "Hey, so I'm going to interview him, but like." I know you're a fan, so I thought maybe I'd invite you over. Maybe you come in, crash the, the oh, thing. Oh, I saw that. <laughs> you fucked I fucked that up you so bad. I fucked that up so oh, badly. And Adam said, I was like, what? What, I, what question did you ask him that was like. First of all, I didn't ask him any questions. I told him, you know me. I told him a bunch of stories about me. See, there's a little, just a moment. <laughs> that's a moment of. Just deep introspection with birth there. Clarity. That's rare. That's a rare, <laughs> rare moment of introspection. Yeah. Uh, Actually, I'm starting to feel sorry for this guy. Yeah, I because <laughs> I shouldn't. I'm sure he's making a shit t- shit pile of money. You know, doing oh, he's, it, so good for him. I think he's as far as selling out big venues. He's got to be top ten comedians in the country right now. Is that a fact? Really? I mean, he just what other comedians just had a giant blockbuster movie that Sony produced for him that wow. flopped? But <laughs> Carl, I think I heard you say on your show. That it was sad that Bert was trying to up the t- up the box office numbers by just going to see it with his family over and over. He said, "He goes, I went to see this my movie with all my family members multiple times a day. He would sneak into other theaters just to watch the reaction. I was, I felt bad for him. It was so pathetic. Uh. Uh, and that's the thing that's tough about Bert because I can't stand the guy, but he's." He's empathetic on a certain level where it's, I don't think, I think yeah. he's, he has a good soul for lack of a better term. He seems like yeah. a genuinely nice and friendly guy. He's just, should, there's no reason he should be doing what he's doing. It's, he's, he's in over his head, right? Yeah. <laughs> Let's just call him the yeah. Biden of comedy, okay? Can we, can yeah, yeah right. What, what's the that? term he's, he's passed? No, his actually, skis? Biden's a prick. Is that what they say? That's, what am I saying? No. <laughs> he had Netflix. I said, yeah. Because my special's on Netflix. And he goes, Bert, he has a $200 million deal at Netflix. He definitely has fucking Netflix. And then he goes, and then you called his movie Happy Madison. It's Happy <laughs> Gilmore, Billy Madison. He goes, and then you called his movie Precious Gems. I go, it's not Precious Gems. And then I start melting down. Mm. And I'm like, oh, my God, I really fucked this up. Uh, yeah, that was uh, that was a uh, colossal. And the, but 
God bless David Spade. That uncut gems movie is fucking fantastic. Yeah, I call it Precious Gems. Yeah, if you want to find out who Adam Sandler really is or what he's capable of, goddamn uncut gems. That is one two hour or whatever, however long the movie is. Fucking panic attack. That movie. I, I gotta so, see it. I haven't seen you haven't it. seen no, it. No. Holy shit, Bert. So while he on that interview with Adam Sandler goes, yeah, we're watching. Precious Gems uh, soon, or Precious Gems tomorrow. My family and I are watching. Never watched it, so that was a lie. Never did. <laughs> but also, how good of a friend is Joe Rogan, where yeah. this Bert's going in there, he's like, man, I fucked up. And Joe Rogan would be like, yeah, man, what the hell were you thinking? Why wouldn't you know these things? Instead, he just goes, yeah, that's a pretty cool movie. Uh, I, I liked it. Yeah. He's ready to change the subject. He's right about that movie being a two-hour-long panic attack. I don't re- remember ever seeing a movie. Other than Uncut Gems, where my palms were just sweaty the entire movie. I've very, never uh, watched that movie because I, I hate Julia Fox so fucking much. I can't bring myself to watch that movie. My my friend told me to watch it, and he described it as the Jewiest movie of all time. You will love it. And I was like, oh. okay. But it's basically just Adam Sandler going, oh, good, I get it. Uh, oh, God, I get it. Uh, he's, he's basically making more and more bad uh, financial decisions through gambling, risking getting his legs broken and his throat cut just to pay off the last guy he gambled money from. And it's just the edge of your seat most. <laughs> it's really stupid, but it's, uh, I won't spoil it. But yeah, it's Uncut Gems was, or sorry, Precious Gems. That's what we're calling it now, right? Yeah, if you like being, if you like anxiety in your <laughs> film-going experience, yeah. I recommend it. Well, as a guy who thought the Cowboys would easily beat the Cardinals this past weekend, that sounds pretty stressful. <laughs> uh, we're still getting over the loss of the Vols to the Florida Gators here. So. And that was two weeks ago. I feel your pain. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I got more Burt clips, but uh, let's just put that on the shelf and <laughs> for another day. Thank you, Larry. Thank you, Carl. Um, Carl, obviously you do WATP, Who Are These Podcasts, and The Creep Off, and Who Are These Socials, and you have a fourth show now, don't you? Yeah, so Who Are These Broadcasters yes. is a show that's uh, wow. it's live on Tuesdays, 3 p.m. Eastern on our YouTube channel, and it's basically... I used to love when Howard Stern would play these broadcasts where the guy throws out the F word or who knows what type of hilarity ensues and local news clips. People say dumb things. So basically, we're highlighting that. There's some politics in it as well. Are you talking talking about this clip right here from the Cincinnati Reds? Fag capitals of the world. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. (laughs) We've definitely talked about that. Reds Live, the pregame show. See that? Now that's. <laughs> I'm assuming that's the F word you meant. I love Three nothing this. ball game with the Reds in front of the Royals. We go to the top half of the fifth inning. Castellanos to lead things off. Jim Day's going to be taking us the rest of the way through this game. As Holland takes over on the mound. Um, I made a comment earlier tonight that uh, I guess uh, went out over the air that I am deeply ashamed of Um, if I have hurt anyone out there I can't tell you how much I say from the bottom of my heart I'm so very very sorry I pride myself and think of myself as a a man of faith as there's a drive in a deep left field by Castellanos it will be a home run (laughs) a fucking professional to the bitter end fucking professional to the bitter fucking end dude Wow. So that, hey. that's Tom, Tom Brenneman, of course. We've definitely talked about that. We also yeah. talked about the A's announcer who went to the uh, Negro League Museum in St. Louis 
and uh, did not use the word Negro when he was talking about the Negro <laughs> Museum, but he got fired. So I think uh, the funniest yeah. moment of all time on live television has to be Mike Myers' reaction to Kanye West. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> George, George Bush doesn't care about black people. You're like, oh. Yeah, right? see, that wasn't that funny, but Mike Myers just <laughs> yeah. wanted to crawl out of his skin so badly. <laughs> This is the best, the funniest you thing I want to do. Uh, but yeah, uh, by the way, I did. I've caught a couple episodes of Who Are These Broadcasters, and it's it's good as always. Carl, you're you're fucking crushing it. Uh, keep doing what you're doing, and uh, one of these days, I'm gonna have you talk to uh, Joe from OBDM, and you guys can finally bury the hatchet. <laughs> All right, yeah. So, Carl, <laughs> no, I got a question for you though. Sure. Now that uh, now that Howard has finally unmasked himself as the douchebag commie that he always was, yes. Are you are you f- feeling more like going over to Team Stuttering John than Team Howard? <laughs> no, no, no. So we've <laughs> no? <laughs> we've covered Howard two times already this week. I was on the Drew and Mike show yes. uh, talking about Howard, and then on my show yesterday we talked about him because Howard announced that he was woke last yes. week. Yes. And then, because Trump called him out and called him a weirdo, he had to come on his show and start backpedaling and be like, I don't even know what woke means. No one knows what woke means. I, oh, did I he? Like, Is that oh, right? He backpedaled? It's so funny. I, I have all the clips. Check oh, it out. Shit. It's on YouTube. You I go will. to Drew okay. and Mike's YouTube channel. Uh, I, I pulled uh, all the clips where he's sitting there and he's going, uh, I, I mean, I like Social Security. I, you know, I, I, I don't think the election was rigged. So, I, you know, I don't know what woke means. Like, none of that's woke. That's not what that is at no, all. Not at all. You should know that. <laughs> I, then, Carl, I'm sorry. Yeah, go, go ahead. ahead. Oh, I was going to say, I spit out my drink this morning when I was driving and I was, you were talking about Carl. I mean, sorry, you're talking about Howard watching trans porn and the yes. line. I, I'm woke. Is my cock woke? I don't know. Let's find out together. <laughs> yeah. I had so, to wipe fucking water off the windshield of my car. So that, that was the, the episode that we did yesterday at WTP because the next day he decides to watch transport. Somebody calls in and goes, Hey, there's a trans cheerleader on the Carolina Panthers. And, and I was like, Oh, that's great. I love that. I was watching transport the other day and he goes in to describe this porn he was watching. And it's not what I thought it was going to be. The, uh, the, the she male that, that I, that's probably not the right term. The, the trans woman, pre-op trans woman fucked her yoga instructor in the ass. He was like this like built guy. And he's like, yeah, I, I had to tap out. Uh, you know, I, even Howard's is someone just like, you know, I'm, I'm pretty straight. I couldn't watch that. I was like, Oh, that sounds uh, transphobic, but okay. But <laughs> Larry, when I tell you, and I don't know how much you've listened to the Howard Stern show in the last eight, six years. None. It is so unlistenable. And yeah. I was the biggest fan. It's yeah. it's boring. It's the terrible. He, I mean, he's basically Howard Stern has become the view with a different cast. It's a one it's, man it's show. That. Yeah, well, a one man view. It's it's worse than that, Larry. And yeah. this is the thing that I'm shocked by. And maybe it's because I'm in the world of podcasting now, but I don't think so. I mean, I've always been an Opie and Anthony fan and and mm. Don and Mike and just talk radio in general. The way that Howard paces his show now is so slow yeah. and boring and tedious, Robin. I, I can't is, listen to it. Is Fred Norris still with him? Yes. He, he doesn't Robin, talk. He just does his drops. Right. Yep. And so Robin doesn't it, even do the news anymore. They didn't have, no that shit, was like really. one of the best segments. The news yeah. at the end of the show, you bring in a comedian or something. People are riffing. None of that okay. exists anymore. And who's the Artie Lang, Jackie Martling? Who's that? 
these days, or they don't. They have never one. replaced them. That's they the weird replaced, thing. They never replaced Artie. Really, they never replaced Artie. And and I remember yeah. I I hung with the Howard Stern show after Artie left in 2010. I hung through like 2013 or so, and I'm like, all right, you know, they'll get their footing. They'll figure this out. And they never replaced. Them. I thought for sure they'd yeah. bring in someone. Never mm. did. Hmm. So no, I'm Carl, not we had we had Howard, Howard Midnight Mike from. Oh, I'm sorry. Go on. I was gonna say Midnight Mike from uh, OBDM brought Howard Stern as one of his douchebags. We do a we did a series. We're about to bring it back for season two, Battle of the Douchebags, and we do a bracket. I hope you invite me this time. Yes, you you came close Chris. with Neil Young. Uh, that was a, that was a, that was a solid pick. But uh, that's a good. So pick. it's yeah, it's a it's a bracket where people vote. We take gonna, live calls and it's people. Be Louis C.K. <laughs> Louis C.K. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think yeah. There's uh, Bill Gates ended up winning the whole shebang, but yes. for the, for a, anyway, long story short, Howard Stern came real close to to winning yeah. uh, the full bracket. He got beat out by uh, Kathy Hochul, I think. And since <laughs> this, <laughs> that's also a good choice. Also a very good choice. Oh, yeah. the, the listeners to this show tend to lean right, so uh, Ben Shapiro and Stephen Crowder didn't get their fair shake, and people like that didn't get yeah. as far as they should have. I don't think. But the uh, anyway, I was I was wondering what. Yeah, who would you? Carl, if you had to suggest some douchebags, I'm one, I'm curious to see who you'd throw in the ring, and then I'm wondering if they've already been on the list. Because <laughs> you, you'd think you run out, but there's always more douchebags out there. We already did oh Opie. Gosh, we already did Howard Stern. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, the the, the list is uh, is so long for that. There's this guy named Tom Myers, and Tom Myers is if he built himself as the world's worst stand up comic, he'd be a household name. Because he is the world's worst stand-up comic, but he can't come to grips with that. So he has this show called Tom Myers versus the rest of the world, and it's very much left-leaning. He thinks he's Bill Maher. He does these monologues. He tries to tell these Trump jokes. Isn't it fascinating that Trump is still the only thing these people can focus on? Isn't it? It's yeah. It's it, They need a boogeyman, and they're like, oh. There, there's Hitler, even though he's president for four years, and all he did was get out of wars. They're like, well, obviously this guy's Hitler. Like, oh, okay, I guess. I, I, Trump I really is like, such a good barometer for if a person is really retarded or not. It, it, yeah, right. On one way or the other. On one side or the other, yeah. honestly. Yeah, people that think he's the second coming of Christ, I think like <laughs> like the X-22 guy <laughs> that we were talking about last time. We were on. Oh, my God. Or the uh, – yeah, okay. yeah, but I mean the, the – People like Patton Oswalt and uh, John Oliver and mm-hmm. people like that that you, mm-hmm. you always thought like, oh, they're kind of rational, reasonable people. 2015, 2016 really sh- sh- shed some light on that. <laughs> I mean, there is a Ryan Long YouTube video and it's it's old now, but you guys have probably seen it where it shows, you know, R- Ryan and his buddy are both playing like the one person's way into Trump. The other person's totally anti-Trump and mm-hmm. they're basically the same guy. Yeah, like if you live your life based around whether hating Trump or loving Trump, you're a lunatic. <laughs> and so, yes, yeah. I think that is a very good barometer of yeah. where people sit. If if you bring up Trump and they either react pot like really positively or really negatively, you're like, all right, you're too invested in this. You're not understanding the grand scheme of things at all. Uh, you mean he's not Jesus? <laughs> no, he's, def- he's definitely not Jesus. <laughs> hey, here in Tennessee, he is buddy. I tell you that. <laughs> uh, and Larry, obviously, uh, you do that Larry show. Uh, yes, sir. just one of my go-to, absolute must must listen drive time uh, commute Agreed. shows. Please never stop doing it. And you do Planet Rage with uh, Darren O'Neill, also every Monday yeah. live on the No Agenda Stream. Live on the No Agenda Show, yeah, which is trending up nicely. I might add, we're uh, 
It's doing, it's doing well. We're having fun. Nice. I'm, I'm still yeah. trying to convince Darren to get Dick Masterson on for episode 108. But uh, he should. Yeah. What now? Why do you say number one hundred eight? Why, why that? Number? So there's that's the Dick. Dick's yeah. obligated to do everyone's one hundred eighth episode. Yeah, because that's the episode of the biggest problem in the universe that he wasn't allowed to do because Maddox kicked him off the show. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, it seems like you know I haven't been uh, too uh, diligent in keeping up with uh, you know the the scuttlebutt there, but uh, it seems like Maddox is back in the picture. Uh, yeah, he put <laughs> yeah. out a couple like new videos out. recently. Yeah, uh, yeah. very nice of him to do. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, it's kind of like, uh, yeah, <laughs> it's kind of, yeah, nice of him to do his right. Yeah. He has been a font of material for Dick for a long well, time. Well, considering John went away for eight months, he was off the internet. And Ooh, I didn't it was, know that. Yeah, he, he left November 1st of last year, and then he was off the internet, and then he didn't come back until Kevin Brennan had him back on Misery Loves Company, paid him $3,000, and I was lucky enough to be a guest on that show, and I got to debate Suttering John is the first time we ever talked to each other face to face. And I was all ready to move on from Suttering John. We had transitioned away from that. We do a lot of different topics on who are these podcasts. It was fine. And, no. but, it, but it was like this, this odd thing where it's like, okay, if you go away, people will just forget about you and, and, and you can just move on with your life. And it's so nice of John to come back. So nice of Maddox to come back. Like these, <laughs> these little cows who the only thing, the only thing they do is just feed the people who hate them. Just give us content and, and fortune and wow. they, they can't help themselves. They just always come back for some reason. Who's I your dig up that? I want to hear that episode because, uh, you know, that's that a good was, one. Was I like, thought you and John just, were going to be best friends by the end of it, Carl. Oh my gosh. John was texting me afterwards because <laughs> it was so funny. He, I, I messaged him and I was like, Hey man, I thought we had a really good uh, chemistry. We should do a show together. And John's like, immediately thought that we were going to be buddies. Like, yeah, we can call it SJ and K and he's got all these ideas. And I'm like, no, 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 no. I want to debate you. I've, I've been making fun of you for years. We should get on a show and debate each other. So then when we finally did, we did two shows together, one on my channel, one on his channel, where I just called him out to his face for a couple hours straight at a time. And so now he's very mad at me. <laughs> he okay, we I, missed that, I missed that recent <laughs> that did one. Not gotcha. Yeah. Uh, well, nice. thank, thank you, gentlemen. Uh, it's been a, it's a pleasure as always, Larry. And uh, Carl, always thanks for coming back on. I, I'm, I just realized I never played your Burt Kreischer clip, the bonus clip you sent in, Larry. Can we That's do that real okay. quick? You know, you don't really need to because I sort of um, <laughs> expounded on it without the uh, the place. Just like I said, you just hear this guy babbling about. It. He's he's holding a <laughs> fistful of buds and saying, you know, what good uh, Pacalolos is, whatever the fuck it is, and then he and then he. Uh, he, he he IDs himself as a California, which I had within three seconds. Four seconds. <laughs> yeah, so it's, it's pretty funny. <laughs> well, I gotta hear it now. I mean, I already have it. All right. This ooh, is Florida weed. Not that bad. Smells good. Does the job. But the presentation a tad bit lackluster. I mean, I'm not seeing any trichomes, any any flakes, any THC. It's just not what I'm used to. That's why this week I'm coming home. Fresno, San Jose, Anaheim, and then the motherload of marijuana, San Diego on Sunday night. Until then, this will definitely do. I'll see you, California. Get ready. Your boy's not drinking, but he ain't sober. Ari Shafir not only should have, when he drugged Bert, he should have raped him too. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I'm Team Ari on that one. Fuck Bert. <laughs>
Uh, thank you, guys. I'm pretty sure that guy sells that <laughs> everywhere in, in California. I'd, I'd be shocked if he doesn't. You know, it's, it's he's their style, definitely. Yep. Yeah. Rob's toads. Well, thank you, Larry. Thank you, Carl. Uh, thank you. I W A T P. Who are these? Dot com. I believe is the website. Should have links to all the that shows. That is correct. W A T P. And that Larry Show. Dot com. And uh, I have a. Two producers I need to thank real quick. We had uh, Sir Candanavian coming in with a $100 donation. Whoa, Whoa big time. Nice. nice. Yeah, you'll never hear any ads, and there's no paywalls on this show, so everything is listener-supported, so we appreciate that, Sir Candanavian. And I don't know if this next one that just came in, they want me to use their real name or not, so I'm just going to go JG. Uh, okay. JG coming in with $65. Hit me up if you would like uh, me to use your full name or some kind of alias. I appreciate that. Awesome. And uh, a couple boostergrams. That's uh, podcasting Good. 2.0. You can come in with uh, send little bits of Bitcoin right to the show. Uh, we had Booberry coming in with uh, boosting a uh, song from an album he's hosting, an old, really terrible, my old terrible music. He said there's a Mr. Roan County deep inside us all for 96,030 sats. Nice. And Sir TJ the Wrathful coming in, 1,320 Satoshis. He said, really enjoyed episode 207 a lot with Pfeiffer. Had to boost. So thank you, guys. Thank you, Larry. Thank you, Carl. And uh, as Fletcher said, watch your butthole. Uh, and then is really good. You have Netflix? Yes, yes. Check out Hey Big Boy streaming right now. It's my new hour special. Oh, yeah, all right. I'll check it out. I'll check it out. I'll, I'll check it out late tonight, buddy. Uh, you know what else? You know what's going over good that my kids just started watching uh, last night? Uh, the Wonder Years. Hey, if you, I had a question I, was th- I wanted to ask. If you could go back to one movie that was the funnest to shoot, doesn't matter what movie, just go back and have that be your set every day for the rest of your life, your Groundhog's Day, like we're all living. What movie was the funnest to shoot that you would shoot every single day for the rest of your life? Go ahead. No, no, no answer for that. I got no idea. I never thought about that. And I never will. And I, and I hated that question. What else? <laughs> <laughs> That's what it's going to be like for all night long when we talk. I got to go. I got to go. I gotta go. <laughs> chance to be friends with Adam and you're fucking blowing it. <laughs> no, you ruined it, man. I don't ever want to see you again. That's okay. <laughs> Hi, this is Gilbert Gottfried, and I just watched that podcast, Abe and a Six Pack, and it was the worst. It was the worst shit I've ever watched. It just shows anybody can have a podcast, and uh, even by those standards of anyone having a podcast, uh, this one was shit. It's like, uh, it's stupid, it's boring, it's a waste of time. And, uh, you know, there are two-year-olds with podcasts that are more worthwhile listening to than that. It, it's just, uh, don't waste your time. Really, really avoid it like the plague. You know, every time we go down there, it's always like uh, there's a schedule to be met, and it's kind of, you know, whatever. But um, I, I would hope that sometime I have a little wiggle room. I'd love to see you down there. In your Fuck own yeah, turf. dude. One of these days, we'll get the Bucky's bathroom meetup going. <laughs> that, I know. that sounds so bad, but <laughs> <laughs> uh, I know. Uh, is, Carl, is Carl hip to Bucky's? Carl, no. you're from Bucky's. Oh, no. but Bucky's is 
the largest it's got to be the largest gas station in the world and truck okay. stop I'm, I'm talking easily 150 pumps yeah oh wow okay and beef jerky for miles you know and every fucking cooler ever made you think but their true, true claim to fame is they literally have toilets you could have a five of course meal in and feel comfortable eating there <laughs> and each the toilet is its enclosed room at least the one they just wow. put in here yeah and there's a fleet of guys. You step out of a toilet and a guy like barges past you with a mop and, you know, yeah. you know to clean up. It's, it's insane. Yeah. And that's, so that's why it's, you know, it's crazy. But they're making, I don't think they're making millions. They're making billions. They've got a bunch of them scattered throughout the South now. So Bucky's is big time. Yeah. 